evening everybody welcome back to another episode of simply unprofessional i'm your host for the devin and joining me we have rob hey everybody it's rob how's it going rob pretty good as long as my discord holds out yeah (laughs) discord was being mean to you a minute ago but it's okay we got it under control craig's back here everything's fine say hi intern craig that's what i thought now recording. That's why you're going to be an intern forever, Craig. That's exactly why. You don't fucking know how to answer cues. Um. Anyway, so tonight we're going to be reviewing a movie that I feel that came out this year and I feel didn't get as much attention and has a little bit lower scoring on IMDb than it deserves. And the movie is called Reverse Alien. No, I'm kidding. It's called Underwater. But it the movie plot is basically the plot of Alien, just underwater. Yeah, kind of. It's pretty much the same plot. You have a science team that does... A science team that gets caught up in shit they couldn't be in, and then somebody brings a baby on board, and then everything goes south. Well, more south than it already went south. It went south, then it went really south. Yes. Moral of the story is if you're in a foreign... in a strange place on a spaceship, or some type of, like vessel don't bring a baby on board baby on board exactly exactly also we should mention that uh webby is off wrestling bears again can't keep him away from those bears webby is off fighting bears um uh yeah it's pretty it's pretty crappy um and i and i feel bad for him he's fighting bears i offered i offered my hand so he could tag me in um and he looked at me he had both bears on the headlock. He looked at me and he's like, "You got an SU to do. Get out of here." Uh, <laughs> so he he's taking one for the team this week. He's wrestling both the bears. Um, it's gonna be on pay per view, Showtime. Um, big big money involved. So everybody, uh, go just I'll I'll attach a PayPal link here. Just send money to PayPal. We'll get you that Showtime link. Don't worry. Um, totally legit. Ten out of ten, guarantee it. <laughs> Oh, uh, but no, seriously. Um, yeah, Webby is out fighting uh, wrestling bears, um, and he's really just not feeling well. So everyone out there, uh, we're going to do our inner Dragon Ball Z spirit bomb. I want you to just hold your hands to the sky and send well wishes to Webby and hope he gets better soon. And then we're gonna, and then I'm going to throw him. I'm going to bake all those feelings into a pie and throw the pie in his face. That's how we're going to do that. So. Sounds like a plan. All right. And that's how that's how medicine works, right? That I, that's I think my so. Check. Okay, okay, that's good. That's how medicine works. Every everybody just you know believes really really hard, and then somebody throws a pie in somebody's face, and then you're cured. That's the cure for coronavirus. In, in case you didn't know, uh, <laughs> throw a pie in your face, and you're fine. Like, yeah. Throw a pie. In, throw a pie in your own face. No more masks. You don't have to wear masks anymore. 
Nope. Just constantly pie face yourself. As, as long as you're pie facing yourself, the coronavirus cannot cannot get to you. So just walk around and just constantly pie facing yourself. It's fine. Um, yeah, the pie the pie plate can be your mask. It's fine, and it's a much more tasty mask. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Unless you use like a pie you don't like. Like if you don't like coconut, you use like a coconut cream pie. You're just a masochist at that point. But you know what? You know what? I applaud you. I applaud you, masochist individual. I applaud you. All right, this has got off the rails really quick. So we're going to get back on the rails, <laughs> and we're going to talk about underwater. Underwater. Oh, well, we lost Rob. God damn it. <laughs> Rob, you back? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this got off the rails real quick. We're going to bring this back on the rails. Rob's not going to drop again this time, and we're <laughs> going to talk about underwater. Underwater, for those of you that do not know, uh, I kind of described it, but I'm going to actually like break down like cast and things like that real quick. And we're going to get into what happened in this movie. So you have Kristen Stewart of obviously uh, Twilight fame. But um, for those of you that haven't seen Twilight or don't want to admit that you've seen Twilight, she was also in Snow White and the Huntsman. You know, um, that, <clears throat> movie, that movie got seen by somebody, I'd imagine. Um Yep. So yeah, she she was there. She was in Charlie's Angels. That got that was a movie. That was a movie. Um. So yeah, I mean, there there you go, Kristen Stewart. Boom. Yes. And actually, it's... actually, I'm not gonna lie. I felt this movie this movie was one of her better roles. I really did like her. In this yeah. movie. I was gonna say, if you have seen Twilight, she has the same kind of emotional range, but it works in this movie. It works really it well. It works really well in this movie. <laughs> Kristen Stewart is like. Is like Aubrey Plaza. She plays the same character in every movie, but it's okay. Like it's fine. Like, unless you're talking about Life After Beth, then it's not fine. <laughs> in this case, it's fine. And honestly, though, but seriously, this is one of Chris Stewart's best roles, in my opinion. I actually really liked her. I like the character she's playing. She plays a character called Nora Price. Um, we also have Vincent Vincent Cassell. He's playing the captain of the ship. Um, a Black Swan fame. You know, there you go. Boom. He played Black Swan. Uh, he played in some other French stuff. <laughs> did you say um, he played the Black Swan? Is that the no, he, he did not play the Black Swan. <laughs> he played Black Swan. Roy. <laughs> he was one Thomas Leroy in Black Swan. Um, and he played in a lot of French stuff. So if you like French stuff, he's your man. He played a lot of French stuff. I don't know if he's French. Uh, yes, he is. Blue-eyed, it says right here on IMDb in the first line. Blue-eyed Vincent Cassell was born in Paris to a leading actor father and a journalist mother. All right, there we go. What an origin story, folks. Then we got Mamuto Afi. I'd say he's in other stuff, and he was. He was in, like, The Circle, but I don't know if it was a major part, because I've never actually seen The Circle. He was in The Get Down. He played Grandmaster Flash, but this is really kind of his breakout role, in my opinion. Like, I'm running through, like, the list of things here. And the get down, like, okay. I mean, that, 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 that yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, this was kind of his breakout role. We're going to go with that. Um, but <laughs> I will say this. He is in the next Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic movie. He's in Jurassic World Down, uh, Dominion. So there's that. So, yeah. And he's number one. <laughs> I thought you meant the I thought you meant the animated one at first. I was like, well, not really in it. No, he's in. It's uh, yeah, Jurassic World Dominion. It's fine. It's supposed to be yeah, coming out. Was, next. Was that new Jurassic 
park uh, camper thing with the kids. The oh kids yeah, one D one. What's his <laughs> name again? Let's see. What number billing is he? Okay, well, um, I have to hit the see all cast button to see where he's at in this movie. So that's not good, but mm-hmm. he's in it. He he's in it. So there you go. I gotta hit the see all cast see full cast button, but he's in it. Um, yeah. So there you go. He was he's also in Black Box. Uh, is he starring in Black Box? He is starring in Black Box. There we go. It's about a man struggling to regain his memory after surviving a tragic car accident. Desperate to return to his former self while trying to raise his daughter, he receives an experimental treatment that helps him probe into the into a past which suddenly feels too dark to be his own. All right, so there we go. Black Box 2020, October 6th. Be on the lookout for it. My man, Bamud Athi, he's, he's here. He's number... Uh, he's He was the black guy. He was number 317 to die in the movie. Oh, that's that's why you have to uh, hit more gas, because he died almost immediately. <laughs> he, he was the well, Okay, so me and Wade were joking about this in the movie. We were like, he's probably going to die first. I'm like, well, technically, <clears throat> at the crew, assuming they were at full capacity, there's like 347. There was six of them at, at the end of that whole like catastrophe. Mm-hmm. So technically, he was like 340. In like 41 that died, unless the whole other crew was black. And in which case, then yes, the black guy died first. Otherwise, he died 346. He was the first on screen death. But I mean, it is what it is. Well, yeah, he was the first on screen to die. There were other. But to, well, be, no, fair, to be fair, technically, those, those two people you saw right now in the hallways. Yeah, yeah, but they, they don't really count. And then they okay. found that dead lady. He was the first like named person that like died, <laughs> that we <laughs> saw die that wasn't already dead. That is true. I mean, but you know, he he did his best, y'all. He did his best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had one Mr. T.J. Miller, um, you know, who doesn't love T.J. Miller playing Mr. Paul Abel and his stuff Bunny. Stuff Bunny was MVP, by the way, best character in the movie by far. What do you think, Rob? Was Stuff Bunny the best character by far? Rob. He's gone, folks. He, he abandoned me again. He abandoned me again, folks. This, this is what I got to deal with. Anyway, we got Mr. T.J. Miller, um, who's playing Paul Abel, and his stuffed bunny. So the question is, I had Rob. I said the stuffed bunny was the best character in the movie. Do you not agree with that or disagree? Yep. I said stuffed yeah. bunny survives. Spoiler alert. Stuffed bunny does survive, and stuffed bunny's best character in the movie. Boom. <laughs> like... Spoiler alert, T.J. Miller does not survive, but he makes sure the stuff Bunny survives, and that's the important part. That's the kind of man he was. He pulled the stuff Bunny out of his suit and was like, yo, keep the Bunny safe, and then he died. But that's okay, because the Bunny was safe. As, um, his, as his dive helmet was filling with his own blood, he was like, save yes. the Bunny. <laughs> save the Bunny, exactly. And T.J. Miller is T.J. Miller. Like, you know him from Cloverfield. <laughs> he was in Silicon Valley. He was in Big Hero 6. He was in Deadpool. To name, like a small piece of what he's in. He's in a lot of things. Uh, then we had, who else played in this movie? We had John Gallagher Jr. I don't know what he played in. No, actually, I do know what he played. He played the bad guy in Hush, one of my favorite movies, but um, nobody's seen that movie, and that's unfortunate. Uh, he played in, he played Emmett in 10 Cloverfield Lane. People who've seen that. He played Lieutenant Evans and Jonah and Jonah Hex. Um, what else did he play in? What else did he play in? Blah, 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 blah. If you haven't seen Hush, I recommend seeing Hush. It's a really interesting movie. I, I enjoyed it. Anyway, we're going to move on. 
So that guy, he was there, Mr. John Gallery Jr. Then, then we had Jessica Henwick. Rob, do you know who where Jessica Henwick was from? Do you know where she's from? Do you know who I she don't. played? I don't she, know who she played. Then she played Emily. She played Emily Haversham. What a last name, by the way. Emily Haversham. But Jessica Henwick is one Miss Colleen Wing from um, Iron Fist. She played Colleen in Iron Fist. You wouldn't know it from this because she kind of played like a really meek character, but she definitely played Colleen in Iron Fist. She also, also, also played Nymeria Sand in Game of Thrones. So there you go. Boom. Oh, that one I know. I've never seen Iron Fist. You've never seen Iron Fist? Have you seen the no. Defender? Have you seen any of the Netflix? I, I've Marvel seen Marvel? Jessica, uh, whatever, Jessica Jones. Did you see the Defenders? No. Oh, she's playing. Uh, to give you who that is, that's um, uh, Iron Fist's love interest in in the show. So there you go. Who's also kick-ass herself, and she's also apparently in the Matrix Four. Why is there a Matrix Four? I don't know. I really don't know. That's a whole nother episode of SU, folks. There was Matrix One, which was great. Matrix Two, all right. Matrix Three, eh. <laughs> Wait, Matrix a, Four is it already out? The no, 4? it's not out. It's coming out in oh. 2022. But I don't know why they're making it. <laughs> I don't know why it's a thing. Like, because they can't. No one comes up with anything original anymore. I mean, and I guess because like Keanu Reeves is bigger than he's ever been, and they're like, "Yo, you know what we need? We need we need the one. The one has to come and save Hollywood." But honestly, I feel like the Matrix should just be that now. Matrix Four should be like the most meta movie ever, and they should just like constantly joke about the fact that he's the one and the one is the one who's going to come save the franchise and that the franchise yeah. went to shit and they should I totally mean, just make a joke about it and that would that Matilda. i would watch that movie Matilda's i'd watch here, the hell the out of that movie yes matilda is here spreading her nazi <laughs> propaganda but she's here she's here um i was gonna say if you really want more keanu reeves and soon you can get cyberpunk 2077 yeah which, yes, I, which I, I plan on getting uh i, I love cyberpunk stuff i love the board the board game the tabletop game cyberpunk so yeah no get, get, get it's a good game it's a good game get the game i already know it's a good game but Devin, it's not out yet i don't care that it's not out yet it's a good game trust me yep same i've i've seen previews i've seen playthroughs it's a good game it's get a good it. game it's got, it's it's got keanu reeves looks exactly like keanu it's a reeves. story game how many of those do we get how many story-driven games do we get nowadays don't answer that question it's rhetorical Shut up, Craig. Anyway, now we're actually going to cover Underwater because we spent enough time uh, talking about the cast and then rambling on. So this I mean, is what we've, already, we've already explained Underwater Disaster, Stuffed Bunny Lens. That's all you need to know. We're done. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. That's all you need. Oh, and then Cthulhu pops up in there somewhere. That's all you need to know. <laughs> anyway, all right. So seriously, the film begins. It has um, – they're doing like a, like a scrolling monologue, which if CinemaSense was here, they would send that because – why, why are we having text exposition, folks? But anyway, um, so usually a scrolling monologue. They're talking about the uh, Mariana Trench and how a company called TN Industries is going to drill seven miles to the bottom for resources because that never ended wrong. And for those of you that don't know about the Mariana Trench, it is one of the deepest spots. It is the deepest trench in the world, like ocean-wise. Um, and it may be, no, it's not the, is it? Is it part of the Challenger? The Challenger Deep? 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The Challenger Deep is the deepest part of the ocean that we know of so far, but I think the Mariana Trench is a part of that. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not a marine biologist. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not even a geologist. Uh, I know that was is well at least as far as I knew it was the deepest point. So maybe the other I know the, thing ch- is part the, of the it. Challenger Deep is like what they call, but I don't know if that's a part of the Mary of the of the Mariana Trench. That's what Probably. I don't. That's something I don't know. But anyway, the Mariana Trench they want to dig deeper than the deepest because why not? That's how you hit the Earth's core and then kill everybody. That's that's what you do with that. Um, but yeah, so. They have the with drilling seven miles for resources. Then we cut to our starring lead here, Kristen Stewart, who goes by the name of Nora Price. And she is she's a mechanical engineer, and they are stationed on a ship at the bottom. Or she's a mechanical engineer on the Kepler 822 station. That's what the name of this, this like, under... I don't want to call it a space station, but it's basically a space station underwater. What do you call a space station underwater, Rob? Um, uh... See, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) A space station underwater, like a a marine station. Fuck it, marine station. All right. So she did like this marine station, um, and she's brushing her teeth. Which, by the way, I told Webby when we were watching this movie, I'm like, Webby, listen, listen. Uh, Teeth brushing. That's like one out of ten teeth brushing. That was really piss poor teeth brushing. She really should practice better oral hygiene when she's that deep underwater. I'm just gonna throw that out. I don't think that was adequate teeth brushing. (laughs) Very. it, It was very lackluster. She needed uh, I looked it up, by the way. The Challenger Deep is the southwest corner of the Marinera Trench. Marinera, Mariana okay. Trench. The Marinera Trench. It's just full of marinara Mar- sauce. It's full of marinara, yes. It's full of marinara sauce. That's where all the world's <laughs> marinara sauce comes from. Um, if you, if anyone tells you otherwise, they're lying. They're just spreading propaganda, uh, and they're part of the deep state. So, there you go. Um... So yeah, so she's there, she's brushing her teeth, and she's kind of having like an inner monologue situation, like looking, she saves a spider, which my first question is, how does a spider get that deep under the ocean? That's my question. Like, yeah, you could say, well, we just hid inside of some some boxes and came with them, but okay, but like, no. (laughs) Like, the way they make it look like they've been down there for a while, I want to know where this spider came from. What's going on? What's it eating? Like, right, right, right. What is it eating? Like, it's it's eating the flesh of its, of its like human victims. So, like, really, that spider's <laughs> the enemy this whole time. <laughs> and she saved it. Like, she saved the spider to live another day, and that's fine, I guess. Webby did not approve, but that's fine to live. In. I mean, it's not like you keep it like fight off flies. Like, there's nothing uh, down there. I will point out that that spider was in the section of the, the station that she had to cut off because it was probably did not live to see another day. <laughs> maybe, maybe the spider. Was actually Cthulhu the whole time. <laughs> Maybe it grew. The water made it grow. It's a fucking shrinky dink. Or the what are those things called? Not a shrinky dink. The ones that you put water on and they grow. <laughs> yeah, fucking... see, freaking butterfly effect. If she had killed that spider, none of this would have happened. <laughs> I'm calling it because right after she saved the spider, she walked outside and then she saw like a leak, which is probably number one on the list of things you don't want to see when you're like. 200 miles under under the ocean <laughs> like you don't want to see water dripping from anywhere like nope <laughs> it's already like it's like imagine that feeling for people who people who own a house imagine that feeling you own a house you're sitting down you know people who own a house know this know exactly what i'm talking about and you just hear water dripping in a wall somewhere <laughs> that terrifies you imagine that feeling way worse because your whole house is actually underwater <laughs> um so yeah so she sees like that, that. 
like the uh, the videos of the Lincoln Tunnel when they, <laughs> they were underwater and a bunch of water started pouring in. There, the I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that—that's that, like number one on the list of things I don't want to see when I'm underwater. I don't want to see more water, believe it or not. But yeah, so she sees that. That starts happening, and she rightfully freaks out and's like, "Yo, we gotta go." Well, she's like, like she's like double checking. Like she has to hit her hand and then she looks close. Like, wait, is that actually water? Like, or is that like fluid or something leaking from somewhere? And then she sees it's water. And then that's when like earthquake hits and the walls start breaking and water starts pouring in. And then she starts her, her barefoot run, um, for, for the life. And she's like banging all these doors, telling people to wake up. And apparently these people are not like remotely military trained because none of them get up in time. <laughs> like at all, like they're asleep. And none of them get up in time. Like we don't even see, we we don't see like we don't even see like if she's running down the hallway like a door like somebody's head pop out the door to see what the fuck's going on. We just like nothing. She just boats past them. She tries to save them. They don't they don't fucking listen. Um, but yeah, she tries to wake her right up, but uh, she runs into Rodrigo, who is not long for this world. But anyway, so she runs into Rodrigo. Rodrigo and her they they get to the like like the because like so the way this thing is like a giant circle a like multi-layered circle and how it works is like you have this you know you have this water rushing in it's like basically like collapsing the pressure's collapsing different parts as it's like following a path so and there's different sections that you can like close off one complete like ring so she got to like the one section they're gonna you know they're watching these guys running on the hallway and they're like trying to save them trying to save them and it's just like you know they're not they're not gonna make this like they're not gonna make it so then she's forced to kind of just shut the door she shuts the door. It basically shuts off the water from there, but the force of the water still knocks them all back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they go flying, and her foot gets like fucked up. Um, looked really gnarly, but she just no sold it. Um, she wrapped it up, but she no sold it. Like she fucking trooper over here. Yeah. They go flying. Um, they get knocked unconscious. They wake up. Yeah, I want to point out too that like. Because normally with those tropes where they're like, you got to get to the door, hurry, hurry. Like, usually it's like, oh, they're right there, and you're like, oh, no, I'm sorry, you have to close it. But they were not even close. Like, no, no, they <laughs> weren't even close. <laughs> they were like a good, like, 50 yards down the down the hallway, like, sprinting. I'm like, you know, you're not going to make it. Sorry, fam. Like, it's, it's, it's not happening. Like, that's like, they were so far down the line. Like, she, she, she waited, dude. She waited for a while. Mm-hmm. Like when you first saw them, they're like, "Yeah, that's they're, they're not." When you first saw them in the hallway, you said to yourself, "Like, no, they're not making this." Yeah, they had and already they, basically been swallowed by the water before. Yeah, the water was like behind them, like <laughs> just looking like jo- like jaws behind them, like <laughs> like just coming down the hallway. And it was like, "No, no, you're not making this." No, like one of them probably would have done better by trying to like just duck in our room, like or something, like just the water doesn't break through. Yeah. But no, no, they didn't make it at all. It was not good. So she closed the door. They died. Um, she got hurt. She and the uh, she and Mr. Um, Rodrigo got knocked back. They got knocked unconscious. They wake up. Uh, they start looking for a way kind of out. And as they're going, they're digging through the rub. They try to find a way off. Like the well, find a way out of the room. They get out of the room. They try to find a way off the ship. So they go to where they know escape pods are. They get there and they see the captain. He's kind of locked in because the door is like jammed. They found that guy under the rocks first. Oh, you're right. They did. They found TJ Miller first. 
You're right. I skipped a part. So they find their way out, and as they're, they're trying to find their way through, they hear T.J. Miller like calling for help underneath some rubble. So they dig his ass out of the rubble, and he's just like, "What's up?" Um, and they pull his ass out, and he's just not in a good mood. But I mean, he's he's fine. <laughs> he's T.J. Miller. He's fine. It's, it's it's totally fine. So they get him out. Uh, they have to crawl through a lot of tiny little spaces that I wouldn't have been able to do. Um, Webby said himself, he's like, "I can't fit through there. I would have died." And I'm like, I probably, I probably could fit through there, and I probably still would have died because I wouldn't have wanted to. But I mean, I would have tried, but I would have. I'm being realistic here. I know, I know me. I would have died. It's okay though, because I'd rather die here than die to Cthulhu. <laughs> Just saying. Fight me. Bring Cthulhu. You lost to Jackie Robinson. Anyway. So they do all that. They make their way over to the escape ba- pod base. That's where they see the captain. Uh, Lucian, Captain Lucian, Mr. Vincent Castell, you beautiful French bastard, you. All right, so he's there. Um, he's like sitting there, and he basically sent up a lot of the other crew, uh, with in the escape pod. And he decided to, you know, being the captain, he's gonna stay behind with the ship. Once I just want to see the captain be like, Nah, fam, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Fuck this. Yeah. And that's what him and that's, that's what I don't understand though, because. If he said that he's there, all the pods are empty, that they left. But then at the end, it says there's only two survivors. So what happened to all well, that? Two survivors of the, well, either A, they got sent up and they just didn't make it. Because remember we saw the pod later. Remember yeah. when, they, when they found the guy, so like those pods may not have made it. Because <laughs> mm. like when they went, when uh, TJ, when, when they found the baby, like when, uh, there was like a couple of pods that got attacked. Um, and there was like where they found that baby at. Because there were like two or three pods that were like destroyed in that rubble, mm. so there's a good chance they just didn't make it, or they did make it and they're just not—they don't know anything else besides it was an earthquake and that's all they know. But yeah, I'm assuming that's the case. I'm assuming they just didn't make it. So that's when you know, so they get they you know, because she's an engineer, she starts like doing her engineering stuff. She gets the captain out of the out of the door. They all meet up. Captain says he sent he sent other people up. Um, he stayed behind with the ship. She's like, "You have a kid. Any one of us would have shoved your ass in there." And he's just like, and he kind of hesitates for a second when she says like, "You have a kid," and then he's just like, "No, I am too French to die." Well, I'm too French mm-hmm. to do. That. So he 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 just had to stay behind because he's like super French and cool. So he stays behind. Um, and then yeah, so then they're all together. Captain T.J. Miller. I refuse to call uh, him Paul. He's just always going to be T.J. Miller. His name is Paul in this movie, but he's he, he's T.J. Miller. So, so the captain, T.J. Miller, uh, Christian Stewart, and our boy, what is his name? I keep forgetting his name because he's not in it that long. Rodrigo. His name is Rodrigo. He doesn't look like a Rodrigo. That's what throws me off, right? He doesn't look like a Rodrigo. Yeah. Like a Roger? Okay, sure. I don't see Rodrigo when I look at him. But anyway, so... Dennis. So that's when we get Price, Rodrigo, TJ Miller, and the captain. They make their way to a one of the other control bases that are there on the ship. And that's where they find the biologist, who is Emily, played by one Miss Jessica Henwick. And they find another engineer, uh, Liam, who is John Gallagher Jr. They try to reach out through rig radio, um, and it, it doesn't work. They can't they can't get they can't get a uh, they can't get a signal. 
Um, but while they're doing that, um, Liam, he's like, yo, you guys got to hear this. And then they start playing like uh, an audio track of like right before the earthquake air quotes happen. And you just hear like ethereal, strange, like screaming noises. God damn it. Rob left me again. People. <sighs> why do my friends hate me? All right. New topic. Issue. We're going to talk about why my friends hate me. <laughs> Why does everyone I love leave me? We're talking about that now. <laughs> I mean, that's not. I... He's like, that's not wrong. I mean, <laughs> I don't be here with you. <laughs> I don't want that to be the topic of life advice today. <laughs> <laughs> life advice with Devin. Don't make friends. They just leave you anyway. They run off to live their dreams and fight bears. Other ones. <laughs> Just peace out and just turn to ether and just disappear. You never yep. see him again. And then other ones, they just like take your social security number and start a new name, a fake identity in a new state. And they dare to have the have name Paul. <laughs> God damn it, Paul. Anyway, um, yeah. So they were listening to this and they hear like this weird, like ethereal, like screaming, like noise that, that it doesn't sound normal. No, like. At all. And they're like, what's that? And they're like, I don't know, like metal, metal bending. I don't know. Earthquake. Yeah. You know, they try to science it the way and they're just like, there's really not a sciencey explanation for it. That they try to just like science it away. Like ah, something <laughs> like it, it, it's, it, it's a thing. It exists. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's the ocean settling. <laughs> I mean, it sounded, it, it sounded, you need an idea what it sounded like without hearing it. It sounded like a demonic, like a demonic beluga whale. Yeah, that's the closest I probably could say it sounded like a demonic beluga whale. And they're just like, ah, it's fine. And then the captain's like, yo, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put on these suits and walk a- one mile across the ocean floor. And when I heard this plan, I was like, this is a terrible plan. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this plan. I'm like, OK, OK, I'm, I'm with you, Frenchie. I'm with you. All right. OK. All right. So we're going to put on suits, right? Yep. Step one, put on suits. OK, step two. We're going to go down this little elevator thing to the bottom, to the bottom, bottom of the ocean, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, step three, we're going to walk across the bottom of the ocean. Yep. For one mile. Yep. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the plan. And that's kind of the reaction that TJ Miller had. He's just like, yeah, that plan sucks. Like, <laughs> better plan. It's terrible. He's like, yeah, that, that. <laughs> That's a plan, but that plan sucks. Like that's yeah. a terrible plan. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's what he's like. Can we admit that this plan might kill us, please? And he's like, yeah, but can you admit that it might not? <laughs> he's just like, what? What? T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller has some of the greatest lines in this. Like they're like later in the movie, they're freaking out. They hear noises. They see shit, and they're like, he's like, should we close that door? And they just stand there. Nobody says anything. He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna close that door. <laughs> T.J. Miller, man. Perfect amount of com- uh, of comedy in this movie to make it work. Anyway, so the captain recommends walking across the ocean floor, which is just no, like you don't do that. And they can't even see on the ocean floor. Like they like they have these like giant like LED headlights on their fucking suits, and they can like oh I can see like two feet in front of me. Like oh that's useful. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk yeah. in this thing's mouth and not realize it. That's fine. Like okay. Yeah. Until I'm already here. It's like, oh, really? hey, is that a uvula? And then you just get swallowed. Like, that's that's how you die. Yeah. That That's what nightmares are made of, folks. Anyway. so um, Also, these suits are not, like, 
regular old wetsuits. These are like heavy duty and almost look like exoskeletons because yeah, they the ocean they pressure like, is so yeah, if heavy you've down seen there. Halo, they look like Spartan suits. If you've seen yeah. Halo, they look kind of like Spartan suits or like um like Space Marine suits from like uh, what you call it from Warhammer. They kind of look like that. In yeah. the thing is too, they can't look up in these suits. Like these suits, like the way they're made, they can't bend backwards and look up. So they only have, they have they have like basically peripheral like they can turn their head to the left and the right but they really can't look up like get a good neck torque up <laughs> so i mean yeah i mean they kind of have like view directly in front of them to the side of them and then like 80 degrees up like that's what they got like that that's it which is not great especially when we get to the part of them actually getting to the bottom of the ocean it's not great so so this is the plan um, after some debating, they're like, all right, I guess this is the plan because, oh, the reason why he wants to walk across, there's another, there's another station, like an old, like an old, like drilling station, like a mile, a mile from there. Um, and it's like the Roebuck station. Yeah. Yeah. The Roebuck station. It's like a mile away. Um, they're like, all right, we're going to go there and then we can, you know, we'll have at least have you know, facilities and things like that. And they're like, cause, uh, they, it, they, it was one station that was closer they're like, let's go there. And he's like, but he's like, that station has been cleaned out. Like there's nothing there. It's, it's completely empty. It's been cleaned out. So he's like, the Roebuck station hasn't been cleaned out. It's a mile away, but it, it, it has, it's still fine. It hasn't been cleaned out. There should still be like supplies and everything there. So let's go there. So they're like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Cause the state, like the part where they're at the, cause there's like the two different stations, like the station they're at is like the living quarters. And there's like this underwater train that goes to the drilling station, which is where they're trying to go now, is to the actual yeah. drill. Yeah, and there is another, like, living quarter station, like, a little bit before this one, that's what they said, but, like, when they when they showed the map, she was like, let's go to this instead, it's closer, and he's like, yeah, but that was decommissioned, it's been cleaned out, there's nothing there. So, they're like, okay, so, they basically go down, TJ Miller cranks the tunes, why do my friends abandon me? All right, so <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> so TJ Miller, they they go down to like the like to the room. We have like a suit up montage, uh, kind of TJ Miller. He's like cranking the tunes, and then people are just giving him shit, and he's just like, all right, fine. He uncranks the tunes, and then he realizes he has holes in everything, including his boxers, and he's just like, everything has holes. <laughs> and then yeah. And then we see T.J. Miller, you know, he, he's getting in his suit. He has a fanny pack. He, he puts the bunny in the fanny pack because it's important to him. Because the bunny is important. Yep. You know? It's the so, most important. It's the most important thing. The bunny is the precious cargo. If you get that reference. Rob hates that reference. <laughs> <laughs> the bunny is the message. The bunny is the message. <laughs> anyway. Uh. <laughs> put it Why on the I... platform. Just put it on the platform. <laughs> well, they they speaking of platforms, so <laughs> they all suit up. They get ready to go down. They get in like this submersion chamber so they can go down and then like slowly pressurize as they're going down and then they do all that and they're in there and Rodrigo's helmet is faulty and the wings filling up and as he's going down, you start seeing little cracks start appearing in his helmet. And at first, you know, he doesn't realize it. And then, like, they're not talking. And then you hear the crack. And then it's just, like, they look at him. And then that's when Chris Stewart's like, no, wait, don't open the door. We got to yeah. go back up. Don't open the door. And then she's, like, a second too late. And they open the door. 
and his helmet like explodes and then he explodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, because you know, pressure, um, which basically is just his body wasn't pressure. Like his body was not the same pressure inside his suit of what was outside. So it was basically a pressure explosion. Yay. Pressure explosion. Yay. Um, yeah. So he had a pressure explosion. He, he blew up, covered the entire room they were in with like viscera of himself. And then like, they're all trying to run to like avoid that. And it's like pitch fucking black here. Yeah. You know, it's fucking pitch black. Well, they're down and then they see like he blows up, they get out and then they find, uh, that's when they find like the uh, distress beacon from one of the other escape pods. So they're like, all right, we're going to see what's up. So that's when Smith and Paul, they go do that. They go outside. They're like, all right, we're going to go outside see what's up. Blah, 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 blah. They go outside. They got to go investigate. And then they see the pod. It's like covered in like a weird, a weird goo. And that's when my boy TJ Miller gets attacked. Well, no. First of all, they see the pod. It's like ripped open. Like it's been like assaulted. The pod is like terrible. Pod's been ripped open. Um, And then that's when this little thing jumps out at TJ Miller. It looks like a chest burster. Kind of, but not. It jumps out at TJ Miller. He's like, oh, shit. And then that's when um, Smith, he's the fucking, what's his name? Yeah, Smith. Smith shoots him. The other engineer guy shoots him, shoots him, not shoot, shoot him, shoots the thing <laughs> with, with the gun. Shoots him, shoots it with the gun, and then it like, it cuts, and they bring it back, and they just throw it on the table like, yay, we found it. Um, and that's when the scientist, she, you know, she goes off, uh, Miss uh, Haversham over here, Emily, she's all like, oh, look, I get to be sciencey now. And then she's looking at it, she's like, this is a new species. Then she pokes it and it like flinches and they all like, ah, <laughs> everyone freaks out in the room. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. I just touched a nerve. I'm like, you don't know that. You don't know that. That's a new species. You said that two seconds ago. You've never seen this before. <laughs> so. Oh, I feel like Rob's gone. He's here. Okay. Nope. I mean, okay. Making sure I'm about to be like, all right. Reason number two. Our friends. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Yeah, so, you know, she pokes the thing with a pen. It, like, flinches. Everyone in the room freaks out. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. I think I just hit a nerf. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, if you say so. Yeah, I mean, you have no idea what this thing is, for sure. No idea. And you're just like, I hit a nerf. That, that had to be what it is. That that That's what makes logical sense. And then so, she picks up the tentacle, and she's like, every one of these tentacles has these sharp barb things. Yeah, these like, sharp. Maybe you should let go of it. <laughs> sharp, crazy, like, barb like slashy talent shit she's just like oh yeah this is fine this is this is totally fine so then they're like oh do we get to name it and then the guy's like i i shot it i'm naming it um so they have like their sciencey moments then then um that's when i believe they is that when they start yeah that's when like the ship starts getting like assaulted and then tj miller's like hey you think that thing was a baby and, like, <laughs> there's a parent somewhere out there, and they may be upset that, you know, we kind of murdered their child. Um, and then that's when, you know, things are happening, people are freaking out, and he's just like, should I close this door? I'm going to close this door. <laughs> and he closes <laughs> the door, and then they're, like, all sitting there trying to figure out. Power goes out, and then they, you know, they're like, all right, it's time. We, we got to go. Well, no, before they got to go actually they're sitting there like light lights go out that's when he closes the door and then uh, the kepler the actual space the space station the marine station gets fucking explodes like it it, it explodes 
um, and then basically sends them like plumb, sends them like uh, pummeling down. So they have to run, jump in the fucking like shuttle thing real quick. And then as they're sinking, open the door so they don't get crushed by the pressure. And then they're running out. And then you get like this underwater, like ocean floor running scene where they're like running as like this, the fucking station is like collapsing on top of them. <laughs> it's pretty cool. They can't see shit. They're all running and they kind of get split up a little bit here and there. But uh, one of the guys gets hit. Um, he doesn't die because one of the one of his teammates tackle him to the ground and save him. But his oxygen tank gets damaged. So they have to drag him in. And then as they're dragging him into the station, they see like this other like station they're in. They see um, like, well, they don't see it. But I don't know. Do they see it at that point, Rob? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, so so we see like a humanoid figure standing like standing outside of this thing, like a couple of them just standing there watching them, and we're like, oh shit, it's about to go down. <laughs> yep. And then so they're like, okay, so they set out towards the Robux station as they're walking. The Kepler explodes, causing debris to fly towards them. Spend this hit by debris, but price of yeah. They make it to their meet point by saying it's not a change. Yeah, so they all so they wind up getting to the other they wind up getting to the what station are they go to? Yeah, it's like um also for because the in the uh oxygen getting damaged. They don't have like oxygen tanks. They're like Oh, they have like these oxygen because, Yeah, it's like liquid oxygen because they're it's like of a the purifier pressure. thing. Yeah, it's like a purifier thing. So like yeah. what it does is it like I think it I think I would, what it does is it, like, extracts the oxygen from the from water. The water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she called it, that. yeah, she called it an oxygen scrubber, so I'm assuming this is... But, yeah, yeah. That, it got hit, and it got busted, so... Yeah, well, hit, well, not that it itself didn't get busted, because they have other ones, but I, I think his, like, actual suit, the part of his suit that does the actual scrubbing stuff got fucked up. So, like, yeah. the chamber's fucked up on it, because he can't, like, they have a hard time just, like, fucking replacing it. Mm. Um... So they get there, they get, they're making their way to the Robux station, you know, they drag him in, he's like hyper, he's like, you know, heavy breathing because he has like, he can't breathe, he inhales some of the fumes, like some of the chemicals and stuff, um, so he's like, they're like, he'll be okay, but he just needs, you know, he, he needs to breathe <laughs> for a while, um, so then that's, you know, they're there for a minute, you know, they're catching up, and he's just like, leave me, like, you know, my oxygen pod's really fucked um you know he's like just leave me like you know they yeah yeah, you know he's like yeah and they were like no we're taking a little train anyway well no actually no before that so before that um no 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 so they they take the train they they, he he gets better we know he gets better when they were in the other when they were yeah 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 yeah. he yeah yeah yeah. They, they figure out that it was one of the suit they take, you know, he recovers a little bit. They're all walking. Then they get to a part where they got, you know, we they have to go under the water. Like part of the station's collapsed. They have to get underwater and go under this like tunnel, like that tunnel, but like go under this debris to get to the other side. So like, a couple people swim through. They're fine. And then we get T.J. Miller. He's swimming through, and then he makes it another side. And he's just like about to like get out, and he has like a wire on him, and he's like his wire's caught, and he's like my wire's caught. And he's like pulling it and then it starts pulling back like hard. And he's like, Oh shit, that's not good. And so he starts getting pulled and they like hurry up and get his suit back on. They, cause they had his helmet off when he came on the other side, 
because he he was like taking a while to like resubmerge. So he resubmerges, they get him up, and he, like they I take his helmet off, and they're like, "Are you, you know you good?" Da da da, da whatever. Then he starts getting pulled back, and they hurry up and get his helmet back on so he doesn't like just drown <laughs> going under the water. So they do that, and then he's trying to like fight this, and they're trying to like fight for him. And whatever's pulling him is really fucking strong because it like pulls a piece of the suit off and then pulls him his entire body out through the hole. I think they pull like his leg armor off and pull his entire body out through the hole of his leg armor. Cause like you see his face like bunch up, like he's being like pulled down, like his body's being pulled down through the suit. Yeah. And then he's basically like just pops. He just like yeah. pops inside his suit. Um, they all scream and they're like, what the fuck? So then that's when they get on the other side and they're about to leave. And that's when they realize that, uh, fucking Smith's oxygen tank is like damaged really bad. Um, and he won't, you know, from that explosion, he's going to be, he, he's going to be breathing all those toxic fumes. So, uh, he's, and that's when he's just like, yo, fucking just leave me behind. Don't worry about it. Just go fuck it. It's fine. And the captain's like, nope, we're not leaving another man behind. So like, we'll drag you if we have to, like you're fucking coming with us. So this way there's four of them. So they all started like, you know, they're dragging him. The remaining four crew members press on and start their walk. So they're going across the ocean floor. Um, another creature appears. Smith has a bad time. That's when like another like a, one of the creatures actually appear and they grab Smith and they drag Smith into like a cave, like an underwater cave. And the captain's like, "Yo, I'm going in." And he dives in and he he pulls him out. Uh, he pulls him out, but then uh, uh, the gun got left. Yep. So then he he you know, he crawls back in there to grab the gun. And then, and then the captain gets grabbed by the creature, and then he gets pulled. He gets pulled. Uh, what you got? Yeah, it pulls him like through the water and away from. Cause and the thing was, I'm not mistaken. No, I think it was Nora that got grabbed and pulled. No, it was grabbed. him. It was him. That, she was she was strapped to him. Like before he went under, uh... she's like, "I'm strapping to you, to you know, so to make sure you know we don't get lost." So she she strapped to him. And then he got pulled, because that's how they got separated from um the, from Emily and uh Smith. Because yeah. then he got pulled and she got drugged with him. Yeah, and she, like, like, you only see the her cave. point of view is why I got confused because it looks like it's her that's getting dragged. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she got dragged for like a second, and then she like grabs onto something and tries to hold it, and then it's just like nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> and then she goes like she gets dragged along with along with the captain. Um and yeah. So they get dragged through the water and they're a pretty good ways away and they wind up landing on like this floating light and the captain's kind of hanging off with that situation. Well, they're hanging on this floating light. The captain's kind of like away from her. And then that's when the creature, like we see the creature, like clearly for the first time it like tries to attack her. And then the captain jumps on it and kind of, you know, it leaves for a second, but he's from him being pulled is clearly damaged. Mm. Yeah, because in because his suit was damaged and it it started his pressure in his suit started his suit basically started depressurizing and he was gonna explode just like fucking what's his name did at the beginning. So he was just like you know let you know let me go we're both gonna die because she was trying to hold onto him like hold onto like the cord he's like let me go we're both gonna die. Um, and she was like, no. And he's like, all right. So then he just kind of like disengaged the glove on his suit. 
yeah. and fucking like just let his arm go out of the suit. And then she's like, don't do it. And then he kind of like drifted to the bottom and it just exploded. Um, you know, his captain is captain and captain do what captain got to do. So that happens. And then she's kind of like distraught. And then she winds up at a station, I believe after that. Uh, let me see. Yeah. So then that's when uh, she ends up like at at the other station she was talking about, the abandoned uh, shepherd station. The one that she was said was closer. And then the captain was like, no, no, I, I used to work there like it's been emptied out. Uh, that happens. Let me see what else happens here. Worked number four. So then we get there. That that's when we find out that Lucian worked there before. We find out that his daughter had previously already died. So that's why he looked really weird when she mentioned like, "Yo, you know, you, you have a kid." Like, cause he's still talking about his daughter like she didn't die. Hmm. Like he's still talking about his daughter like she was still alive. Like, and okay. But apparently yeah. she had died prior prior to that. Um, and it's kind of hinted that he may have known something about like, cause that that site was shut down abruptly for like a reason. Mm. And it's kind of hinted that the captain may have known something about this, like beforehand, or like yeah. had a run in with these creatures before. Um, and then that's when she's kind of like sitting there and she's just kind of like, like she goes through like a moment where like she's just giving up and then she just like she shakes it off. She's like, no. Nah. Nah, we gotta go for this. So then she gets up. She gets up. She tries to contact the other two. She can't. But then, you know, she gets a new suit. She gets a new suit out of the spot. She suits up. And then she hits, she hits that ocean floor by herself. She starts running towards Roebuck. Uh, and then that's when she sees um, Emily. Emily's Dragon Smith. And then she's, like, calling out, but Emily can't hear her because I don't know if they're on, like, different frequencies or what, or is she just not listening? <laughs> she's probably not listening because it looks like she's having a fucking panic attack. Yeah, she's just like she's just like dra- <laughs> she's just like neurotically dragging him across the floor, just like I gotta keep going, I gotta keep going. <laughs> she's not listening at all, so she has to like tackle her to the ground. She like gets a running start and just like tackles her to the ground, and then she's like freaking out in the suit, and she's just like, "Yo, it's me, it's me." So then they're like, "Oh, suit, it's cool." So then they they reunite, and then that's when they start dragging. Um, they they both start dragging Smith together. Um, they get in the station, and when they get into the station, or they yeah they're, they're entering the station, they notice there's like a nest of those of the of the big creatures, not like the babies. There's a nest of the big creatures hanging around, and they look up, and there's just like a lot, like mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, like thousands, maybe more, like a lot. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, so they're kind of walking through, they're all kind of like quiet. So they're walking through like, all right, let's just be quiet and like make our way to the station. And they're like walking through. And as they're going, like, um, she's in the back. Yeah. Price is in the back. So Kristen Stewart price, she's in the back. Like she's in the back. Is she in the back? Is she dragging him or is, um, let me think. No. So Emily's dragging, but she went first. She's like, you go ahead and go first. You drag him, and then I'm going to, like, watch behind. So she drags him. So Emily's dragging him towards the station, and then, yeah, then 
Kristen Stewart's like behind, like making sure she's okay, and she's kind of going slowly. But half, like halfway through, right before they get to the station, uh, Emily's suit is like low on oxygen and starts beeping, and these things start fucking waking up, and then she's just like, "Run, run!" <laughs> <laughs> so then they start hauling ass, trying to get inside, and then that's when um, one attacks her. Like she runs right into one, and then he tries to like fucking swallow her hold. He gets his mouth over like a fucking like hood of her fucking suit, which is crazy. Yeah, I know his whole fucking mouth. It's like, yeah, wah, like wah, over wah. their fucking like helmet, and it's like, oh god, no. And then, but she's uh, she has the gun. She has the gun, so she's able to shoot it. I don't know if she had a different gun or if she managed to get the other gun. I think she picked up one from the station. But anyway, so she had a gun. She winds up shooting the creature and kills it. And then they get their way in, back inside, and they actually get inside. They're inside. They're like, yeah, they made it. Woo! They get inside. No, there's escape pods here. Before they do, she sees the giant thing, and the, and then she shoots the gun to light it up to see it better, remember? Oh, yeah. She kind of sees the giant thing. Like, she gets a glimpse of it, and she shoots the gun to, like, light it up. And I don't know if we get – we don't get a full face shot there. We get, like – we just see a, like a big-ass body, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yeah, we see, like, a big-ass body, and it's just, like... But it kind of is, like, in such a way where it could just be, like... Like, it could just be, like, a tentacle system or something, like, with those pods attached to it. But it clearly has those pods, like, attached to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, like, okay. And then we get inside, and we get inside, and... Yeah, they get inside, and then, you know, she's going to the pods. She's looking at them. There's three, there's three escape pods, and because this is a movie and you need to have drama, only two of the pods are viable. One of the pods is damaged and just completely unusable. So they get Smith in the one and they launch and they launch Smith's pod. Um, let me see. Yep, they get one. In, they get Smith in the one of the pods. Or no, I don't know. If they launch his pod right away, or they just load him into one. Yeah, they loaded him directly into one because he was all kind of half. Yeah, no, I know they load him, but I don't know if they load it and then launch him, or I can't remember if they launch him right away or if they yeah. Or as soon as he was ready, they launched him. They gave him the bunny and they launched him. That's true. Yep. The bunny made it. Um, <laughs> hashtag bunny made it up. Um, yeah. So they loaded him, launched him, and then they have like their little argument about like, you know, no, we could both try to fit in the pod. Like, don't do that. She's like, no, there's not enough oxygen for both of us to make it in the pod. There's just enough oxygen for one person. Uh, they start arguing about that. And she, after arguing while she just punched her in the face. She just punched Emily straight in the face. She's like, no. <laughs> Emily grabs her face, she's like, oh, and she's got to push her in and just close the door. She's like, sorry, I had to do it to you. <laughs> and then she launches her, and then she walks back to the station and kind of like walks to like the deck. Yeah, but and then, when, she, when she launches Emily's, you see the thing outside, notice that one launch and kind of like follow it with its eyes. So you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and then that's when she gets back to the station and then she starts like looking at what she can do, her options are to kill these things because she sees them all like, I don't know if it makes noise at that point, and then all like the little swimmer things start to like all the, like the other, like the, well, little, the ones that are bigger than they are, <laughs> bigger than the humans are, but little compared to this guy. Yeah. Start fucking like, for, like making swimming in fucking formation towards the pot, I believe. Isn't that what happened? Like, I think they're swimming yeah. towards the pot, right? Yeah, they're swimming towards the pot and then she's like, oh, shit. So she starts basically making a bomb distraction with the whole thing. And then it re like, they're chasing her, the pod, but the pod is like a little bit ahead of her. So she starts turning the ship into a fucking bomb. And this creature, like this big ass thing is huge. Like it, it's fucking head is as big as the fucking whole. His head is as big as the fucking like command room that she's standing in. 
it just like looks in the glass and it's just like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I don't like it. It's not happy. They have like a moment of looking at each other and then, yep, she just raises the energy levels of that core and then that shit explodes. Mm-hmm. I still say that fucking um, Emily probably should have died from that explosion, but that's a separate issue. <laughs> but yeah. So she blows it up, killing all the creatures in the vicinity, or at least as far as we know of. Um, and yeah, so the escape pods reach the surface safely. The film ends, and then we get newspaper clippings, or newspaper article of TN Industries and their attempts to cover up the incident. They um, basically silence Smith and um, Emily, and don't let them really do anything. And they, there's another article posted, and it's like, yep, we're gonna, we're gonna continue with our, with our drilling efforts. And it's, uh, that's kind of where we get left off. We left off like, oh shit, there's, they just hit, cover this shit up. They're gonna keep doing it again. Motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, so overall, Rob, I actually kind of enjoyed this movie. Uh, I thought it was yeah. one kind of under the radar, like it. To give you an idea, like, it's an IND right now, it's sitting at a 5.8. And I'm like, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't, I don't think it's 5.8 worthy. Like, I think it's, I don't think it's worthy of a 5.8. I think it's definitely better than a 5.8. I would say, for me personally, I'd give it, I'd give it about, I think he's get about a 6.8. 6.8 to a 7. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, I'd say like 7. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, it's a good movie. If, if you like if you like the original Alien, you'll definitely like this here. I do think some of the characters uh, in the original Alien are a little bit more fleshed out. And just, like, the overall atmosphere in Alien is a little bit better. But I do like this movie. It's very good. Also, it's a PG-13 horror movie. I mean, like, and that's one of the few things, like, I think that we really don't get often. Is, is there are very few really good PG-13 horror movies. Um... Just because, and I, and I'm not saying like a horror movie has to be a rated R, or has to have gore to be good, but it's just there's not a lot of good PG-13 horror movies. Yeah. Um, and this is actually pretty good. And I don't know, I wouldn't really call it fully a horror movie because it's really not like. But again, it's if you found Alien scary and like classify Alien as a horror movie, you classify this as a horror movie. I personally don't find Alien like really scary. I you know, but yeah, I mean, find like it, it it is a horror movie by like. I guess by genre. I don't know if we would call it a horror movie myself, but that's just me. So, and I got some trivia for underwater folks. So here we go. So the actors had to actually wear airtight suits for the underwater scenes, making it difficult for the directors to hear the director's commands. Each suit weighed about 140 pounds. Jesus. Yep. Um, they shot on dark stages with no lights for the underwater scenes. They used volumetric scanning by putting some atmosphere around and the actors and letting the actors' flashlights move through the particles. Um, they were able to measure the approximate density about which w- the water should be moving around them. Um, hmm. This is actually the last movie to be released by 20th Century Fox under its original 1935 name before it was bought by Disney and the name was changed to 20th Century Studios by Disney. So there we go. So this is the last official 20th Century Fox movie. Before they everyone out was Disney. Yep. And when the crew first assembled in the central control room, the boot-up sequence sound sampled from the old analog hard drives and originally used in Alien 1979 can be heard. So there you go. 
Nice. Oh, that's cool. So they actually saved on money by they they reused the Kepler station for the Robux station. They just reorganized and replaced some of the stuff that was like way it was set up in the Kepler station. That's cool. They wanted Stewart to be barefoot through that opening run, which Kristen was totally down to do. But concerns about cutting her feet, cutting slash hurting her feet, led them to create foot footwear painted pink to complement the illusion. So she actually had on shoes in that at that opening scene, which is weird. Hmm. They were like, it was like, I guess it was like those individual toe things, like the individual like toe like foot shoes, and yeah. they actually like painted it flesh colored, which is fucking creepy. Um, so in, <laughs> that's funny. So the little creature they captured, like the baby thing, they call it in, in like production, it was called a clinger. Yeah. I read that because the thing that I was watching, like if you clicked on the, the thing, it showed you which actors were in the scene and like it had little trivia things like that. I don't know why. Devin? I'm here. Sorry, I'm listening. Yeah, I was just reading something. So yeah, so so apparently the spider in the sink was 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 almost a moth, but um, the director thought a moth may be a little too um, a little too much like um, a Del Toro. So the scene is meant um, is meant as a foreshadowing tool, um, basically both for like the film's theme and to get viewers like on her side, be like, oh, she's a nice person. She's she's painting. She's saving this. So we're building VR. Kristen Stewart shaved her head. She shaved her head for the role. Good job, Kristen Stewart, for shaving your head. Oh, they actually, they actually used some of, like, the B-roll scenes from Alien in this. They actually, did, like, used them as, like, inspiration, and that was cool. Okay. Oh, they also had a couple, like, Alice in Wonderland themes here. Um, You can see the Queen of Hearts at 440. Kind of nod towards that. Hmm. I'm going to go to, like, the Cthulhu stuff here. So, um, director William Eubank has confirmed in an interview that the sea monster seen in the movie is, in fact, Cthulhu of H.P. Lovecraft. Strangely, the mining company is called TN Industries. In literature, the adjective Lovecraftian is used to indicate this type of cosmic horror. Also, there is a hint that the company awoke the monster on purpose. As the characters look at Cthulhu from the station's window, the recording states, TN Industries, we have big things in store for you. Um, <laughs> in the Cthulhu mythos, a common trope is the existence of a powerful cult that attempts to wake him. That is true. That is true. So that is, in fact, Cthulhu. Although I do think... Because Cthulhu... Well, usually when Cthulhu wakes up, like, him just waking up causes bad, bad shit. But, yeah. I mean, I'm down. I like it. I mean, which, to be fair, we don't really see what's up top, and we do see that. And yeah. I'm trying to see, like... I want to get, like, the full picture of, like, what... Of what... I'm trying to get, like, the full screen of what it looked like. Because, like, the image, that, like, the full-size image that they have, I'm not a fan of it, like, for, like, for Cthulhu. Yeah. 
Like, I wish they had a better image for it. Like, this image is not my favorite. Um, posting here. I got to keep the trope going where I'm posting a, you know, a visual in an audio podcast. So, <laughs> like, that being the full-size creature, I'm not a fan of. Oh, it's like a crab thing. Yeah, I don't like the way they did that. Like, I'm happy we didn't really see, like, the full body of it. Like, if it was something like this, I would be all over that. Like this right here. Like if they use something like that, I'd be like, "Yo, that's dope." <laughs> like that's what I want to see for like an on-screen Cthulhu. Yeah, like the I didn't think it looked anything like this crab thing. Like I thought it was a tall, like humanoid shape. Yeah, it, it definitely like was. Like, like that was the full size one from that. But like we didn't really get a full, like good, good body shot of it. Yeah, it didn't give you like the whole picture. Right, we got like a full like face body of it. I mean, let's be honest, like Cthulhu's not dead. <laughs> because we clearly get like Cthulhu has like tentacles, so we clearly get that those like the things they were fighting originally were fucking the like spawn off his fucking tentacles and shit. Like, because we see like a tentacle move. That's what that's what she sees. We see one of the tentacles like move, and then she fucking shoots the flare. To see what the hell, she gets like a a quick view of something, and then she's like, "What the fuck?" And then that's when she shoots the flare. Yeah, well, I mean, you all, you also get a view of it when the state right before the station explodes, because it lights up really bright, and you see the Cthulhu thing turn and try to scramble away. It's clear yeah. it's got two arms and a head, because the head yeah, and the yeah, two yeah, arms yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it, have like all these yeah, weird yeah, crab legs. It clearly is. That could be like the concept version of it, because yeah. I yeah. I don't like that version. I'm trying to like find a full body shot of it, but I'm not a fan. No, you know, she she definitely gets a good look of it outside. Um, you're right. She definitely gets a really good look of it outside when she shoots it. I, I, was re- I was just rewatching that scene real quick. She gets a really good look of it outside. I'm trying to let me see the end, the ending scene. I'm trying to get the the actual like ending scene. Underwater explosion ending scene. Um, yeah. All right. I think we can call it here. Probably safe. I, I would say. Um. Well, we need uh, we need live advice with Devin. We also need the science corner with Rob. So science corner with Rob first, and then I will segue into live advice with Devin. Okay. Well, first of all, science corner with Rob is getting a new name thanks to uh, listener feedback. It is now getting real with Rob thanks to Webby's mom. So getting real with Rob. Devin, have you ever heard of the saw? The saw. The saw. The S-A-A. I can't say that I have. Please tell me more about this saw. The saw stands for South Atlantic Anomaly, which is a weakening of the Earth's magnetic field. Now, if everybody knows, and I don't know if you do, but if you don't, our magnetic field actually protects the Earth from things like solar radiation. Um, 
But the SAA South Atlantic anomaly is a weakening uh, uh, between South America and Africa of that magnetic field. Um, luckily, though, it's not weak enough for things to reach us here on Earth. It's actually becoming a big problem for things like satellites and the ISS because they have to pass through it in their orbit of the Earth. And while they are passing through it, they are less protected from things like sun flares and can be easily destroyed. So then that anomaly is growing and they're not sure why or what it is. So it's Cthulhu. Maybe. His bonds are getting weaker every day. My 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 Lord and Savior Cthulhu. His bonds are getting weaker every day. Yeah. But anyway. But a good thing is by studying it and figuring out what's causing it, or scientists may get a better understanding of how our, our magnetic field interacts with the atmosphere to protect us from things and may eventually lead to being able to improve it or even create it on different places such as Mars. What you're saying is what I got from that was if they keep trying, we will have real hoverboards one day. Okay, sure. That work on that work on electromagnetic like hoverboards. You just hoverboard around like look at me or <laughs> magboard. It'd be a magboard. It'd be it won't be a, like a hover. It'd be a magboard. Which would be dope. Like a board that like rejects Earth's like Earth's like electromagnetic field. So unless you like float, that'd be dope. Come on, man. <laughs> I'd fucking own one of those all day. I'd be on one every day. That'd be great. Anyway, live advice with Devin, folks. Hey, listen out there, everybody. I'm gonna give you life advice straight from the heart. Because this is real. Sometimes in life you try your best and you fail. But that's okay. That's okay. Don't wallow in it. Don't be upset about it. Pick yourself up, figure out why you failed, apply yourself, and make sure you don't fail again. Never give up. Keep going. You're a star. I love you. There you go. And with that being said, Rob, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me uh, on Twitter at Confessor underscore X and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Confessor X. Are you back streaming again? Uh, no, that will Damn be some, sometime when I get better internet. As you can see today, it's still not great. <laughs> I think Rob is secretly just using his bad internet as an excuse to hate me. Like, that's <laughs> that's the plot. That's the plan, and that's what I'm going with. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at Pook Killed Me. You can also, as always, find me on eBay. eBay, I'm running for charity. Yes, I'm running for charity. It's a charity is now in elected office and I'm running for it. You can find me even running for charity. So I'm there. And Webby is don the first the first donation. And you can follow Webby at Jack's Forest Walker, all one word, and at Patrick.webster uh Patrick Webster 52 on Instagram. I believe that's correct. And on Twitch at DM Webby, where one day, one day, because he actually can stream, we are maybe this weekend going to have if he feels good. If he's done wrestling bears and he feels good. Um so remember guys, Pie Face Solar. I was like pie face solar beam. No pie face fucking spirit bomb. You got to send the energy, send the love. We need it. Also send food. I'm, I'm okay with sending food. Food is good too. But if he's good, we may uh, have a stream um, together. If not, I get it. I get it. It's cool. It's fine. But one day we're going to be back. We're going to be tag teaming it up. We're going to be doing fun stuff. So come check us out. Yeah. And in the meantime, fuck booster gold. Fuck booster gold. Yeah, yeah. I ain't the kind of weary time. <laughs> <laughs> but not tonight. Wait a second, Craig.
<laughs> There's the monster, by the way. I put the actual lighted up puppet monster in there. That's what it actually looks like. You don't get to see it that well. That's it, lighted, like, with better lighting. 